Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the clubhouse. This is episode 78. The Pittsburgh Steelers, boo. The Washington Bullets, boo. The Yankees back-to-back, boo. Or the Montreal Canadiens, yes, the Montreal Canadiens again here for a three-peat. Wow. But more importantly, we're going back-to-back Cincy legends here. Back-to-back offensive linemen. Yay. Back-to-back Hall of Famers, I'm sure. Andrew Whitworth going to be one. And now Anthony Munoz episode. Episode 78, a big one. So, I'm your host, Teej Butler. Sitting next to me playing peanut gallery through that is my buddy, Big Dill. Dill, how are you, man? Uh, the peanut gallery was in full effect there. Full know? effect. Just got to get the... Ooh, ha, ready for the show, you know? Yeah, yeah. We're ready. Sure. Pipes sure. are warm. Um, Doge, all the way up in Clee, my guy, how are you? I'm doing well. Uh, got my, my warm-ups in earlier, getting some, some Call of Duty Zombies reps with you, T, so it's it's good to see you oh, again. That was fun. Once again, on such short notice, you know, it's, it's, it's good stuff. No doubt. <laughs> Always, always great to get on and chat with each other. There's okay. no doubt. Um, so, for our show, we've got a great one here, episode 78. For our fresh first quarter, we're going to talk about uh, little Tiger Woods. We're going to recap our reactions to the uh, tragic accident and then just give some of our favorite moments so we can shed some positivity there on Tiger and his situation. In the second quarter... Uh, we've got a little NFL offseason moves and some rumors there, so maybe some trade talk or some potential trade talk. Mm-hmm. Third quarter, we're going to draft the NBA All-Stars here, so we're going to do a little Cincinnati versus Cleveland draft. So Doze versus me and Dill there draft out the All-Stars. And then the fourth quarter, we got to bring it back because you, we know you love it. It's an ice time with Big Dill. So first things first, before we go any further, Got to stretch it out. We got to warm it up. We don't want to get hurt while we're doing this pod. Nobody wants to get hurt here. So, no. Dill, I'll give it to you first. Why don't you warm it up here? What do you got? Okay. Do you want me to keep it light or do you want me to keep it uh, real? Um, I don't know. That's. I have two possible warm-ups. Just give me them both, I guess. We got time. Okay. So, real quick, this sucks. But I'll get it out of the way. It's interesting, and it is to do with sports. In the e-gaming world, people are very familiar with the trash-talking that goes on in lobbies of Call of Duty. I'm sure there are others, but I'm specifically familiar with Call of Duty. People talk a lot of trash. Okay. Now that e-gaming is becoming a more popular sport, um, two competitive gamers in Brazil, okay? Oh, boy. One invited the other over. 19 and 18 years old. Just because he didn't like her, he he decided to murder her. Posted a video of it. What? Taunting the murder, taunting her. And then it came out that he actually had a whole manifesto. I think it was 52 or 55 pages about how he basically hates humans. What the He heck? wants to, if he could, he could bring fire upon 5 billion people. Like some dark shit. Bro, what? kind of warm-up is this just like it's an e-gaming thing it's keeping it real this is something that keeping you know, it real dude that's keeping it like <laughs> so this is why i was gonna say keeping it light on other hand 
We have Josh Gordon joining Johnny Manziel. <laughs> is that guy in jail? Yeah, he's been arrested for sure. Okay, you didn't. You know, he just like seemed like he just gotten away. Like no, what's up? No, he he is definitely in jail. Um, and he's being charged. <laughs> so Josh Gordon's joining Johnny Manziel in the uh, the fan, these are both these are both sad stories. The fan controlled. That's league. a sad story. That's not a lighthearted story. Yeah, it is. I mean, he's going to play football. It's I'm a just, new thing. Uh, the fan controlled league is. I mean, brought Johnny Manziel back to some sort of football and. I mean, he's playing. Boo. I mean, is Josh Gordon clean now? <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's a requirement of this league, Doge. I know, but it's not just like pot was his issue. He was on like some serious drugs. I feel like just being like, oh yeah, just come play here. You can do all the drugs you want. Isn't necessarily the. Dude, unfortunately, dude. Have in a professional league. Unfortunately, those guys are both like, just kind of losers. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely. Um, it's not great, but. Those are things that are happening in our, our current environment. Um, I'm warmed up because I've talked enough. You're good. I just... What a weird Brazil story, man. I don't... Yeah, that makes me uncomfortable. I, it's such a bummer. Like, everybody should just have a good time playing games. That's what, you know? No yeah. Need to, no need to take it so seriously. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, I, I think it seems like that guy was tool. way too, way too fuck, messed up. <laughs> but, yep. All right. Well, speaking of messed up, <laughs> just kidding. Brad, uh, Coach Brad Stevens had a messed up week or two where we've just been getting smoked. We had a big win against the Pacers the other night, so I'm sure his week turned around a little bit. But uh, friend of the show, by the way, <clears throat> and now uh, reporter for the Boston Sports Journal, John Corrales. Asked Brad Stevens a great question, just about the recent struggles and you know what his mood was like. And Brad responded with a great quote, saying, "I was telling my wife I had a root canal and I had my identity stolen last week, and I think those were two of my better days in the last eight. So that was right after Luka Doncic just you know splashed all over us in the last two minutes of the game, and we were really? you know yeah, dude, it was he was a monster, it was unbelievable. Yeah, so." We got a good win against the Pacers, which was fun, but it was tough. Tough couple weeks there for the Seas, so, um, you know, nice to see us just out there, you know, you know, just Brad putting in how it is, telling us how it goes. But, dang, Rukunau, I don't – I think that would be not a great day. Identity still not a great day either, but tough. Yeah, so. I mean, just puts it in perspective, uh, you know, just the, the grueling efforts of coaching. You know, no those doubt. things can happen. It's like, but coaching is like, I mean, especially at this level of a professional sport on a major franchise, there are other aches to be felt. <laughs> so, yep, no doubt. Doge, give me your warm up here. Yeah. So, Dylan and I, big Gators fans, as, as the regular listeners would know. Mm-hmm. And. Florida Gators basketball wound up taking down UK today. Ooh. Obviously, we talked about a few episodes ago how you know UK has been struggling all year, but it's always a great day when the Gators can take down the Wildcats, especially in basketball. So it's got me in a good mood. I'm feeling it. Sure, I did not know that, Doge. I have not paid attention to any sports today. Seventy-one to sixty-seven. So it was a close game, but a Ooh. win's a win. I'll take it. <clears throat> it's tough in uh in, in basketball, man. I mean. They've had our number for years. years and they, I mean, they're just a better basketball franchise. Like, 
if you will, or, or college. Dynasty, yeah. yeah. They're a blue blood. And, um, not. you know, yeah. Florida and, and football has that. So, I mean, we both have our own sport, but when the other beats the other and their best sport, it feels great. Like, when we lost to Kentucky not too long ago in football, after beating yeah, them, kind of what, 19 years or whatever right. it was, that sucked. <laughs> so. Yeah, that was not fun. Not good. <clears throat> not good at all. Yep. But, hey, big win for the Gators. Chomp, chomp. chomp Absolutely. All right, let's move on here to first quarter. Um, so, I'm sure I, all of you are up to date with it now and have heard the tragic news. Tiger Woods got in a car accident, um, veered off the road. His car flipped over a few times and had to have um, some surgery on his legs and his ankles. But appears to be okay. Nothing life-threatening. Um you know, we're not 100% sure about his recovery yet. They're trying to keep it, you know, pretty close to the family right now. Um, and so all thoughts and, you know, prayers out to Tiger, hoping him and his family are doing well. But just give me your initial reaction to, like, hearing about this news. And then also give me – well, I guess we'll do that first, and we'll do our favorite moments to keep it uh, light at the end. So, um, <clears throat> Doge, we'll have you go first since you were last for the warm-up. What do you got? I mean, my first reaction right away was, you know, oh, shoot. I hope he doesn't have, you know, a bunch of painkillers in his system. Right, dude. That was my first go-to thought just because, you know, he's had, you know, issues with that before. Um, Obviously going through all the different injuries and surgeries and rehabs that he's done, you know, had a bunch of different painkillers subscribed to him and he was pulled over, you know, under the influence of a lot of those late at night one time. So, you know, this was like seven in the morning, California yeah. time. I was like, if he's, if he's messed up on a bunch of painkillers or alcohol or something right now, he's got some serious issues, but it yeah, turns he, out that he was right. You know, sober during the drive. It was just a, a part in the road that consistently has, you know, a lot of accidents. So, um, you know, luckily, he made it out okay. I mean, that, that car, the picture of the car oh, looked man. really bad, dude. Um, yep. But, yeah, I mean, it it was scary, you know, obviously. No doubt, man. Car accidents happen all the time, but when it's someone that, you know, you grew up watching and someone that was like a hero to you when you were a kid, you know, that stuff hits home a little bit more than just the average Joe when you hear about it on the news. So, for yeah, sure. it was scary for sure. No doubt. I echo that completely. I definitely, kind of along those same lines, I was like, oh my god, dude. Like This was like the same kind of time when Kobe had passed last year. Like, oh my goodness. Right. Like, an- like another icon, like another like legend, like, <clears throat> you know, for his ups and his downs, like for both of those guys, like role model to a lot of people, like, um, you know, face of their sports to a lot of people as well. So, um I don't know. I just was like, oh my gosh, like kind of like you does. Like hopefully nothing was like in his system. Like really, hopefully he's just like initially all right. Because like you see the picture of that car, like oh my god, like that doesn't look good at all. Like so, thank goodness the technology in that brand new car was, you know, good enough to keep him safe. And you know he's doing all right. And if anybody can like make a comeback to golf, you know it's going to be Tiger Woods. But you know, just looking and reading into the, some of the injuries, it's not you know, looking great, but, you know, maybe it's worse than, or, you know, less than what it appears on paper, too, so, who knows, man, it's tough, but golf's a sport, too, where you can, like, play for a long while, but, you know, maybe he'll have to not play if he's got a bunch of rods in his leg, too, so, or legs, 
But Dill, what do you think, or what was your initial reaction? Um, once I saw that it was from California, and this happened in California, I mean, obviously, like you guys mentioned, first thought was reverts right back to Kobe. Um, like, dude, just did we just lose another legend of their sport and just growing up um, with these icons? Did did we just lose another one? Like, because there was not really much information about how bad it was, the severity of it, other than the Jaws of Life came out to remove him from the vehicle. They said that was not true. Yeah, that was initially reported, though. I know. But yeah, they that, was, yeah. that was even reported. Okay, I was say that. I, even... I li- when I listened to the sheriff's uh, interview, he said that that was false. But they used some other device. Okay. But that, that was, like, what people said, though, for sure. Well... From initial standpoint, you don't know that this is a little well, bit. Well, that's after one of the that. thing. That's one of the things about it too is you never know what to read, like or like how like the reporting yeah. goes. Like you got to wait. Like every it's such single a waiting game. Too. Every single media outlet um, said that though, and that was something that I was like, dude, you've got to be kidding me! Like, just another like. So over overall, I mean, just a sad way to, you know, start the day. Um, For sure, man. And this is... I didn't know that he had another back surgery in December. That he was still rehabbing and... um, Yeah, we didn't see him play. This just doesn't help any of his, you know, comeback story. And he just, you know... It's something that we're going to look back upon if he is able to return again. And it's like, look, dude. He has gone through every imaginable piece of, like, adversity to handle... And if he comes out on top and wins another major or ends up winning more than Jack, dude, like his story. Oh my gosh, now is yeah, all be unbelievable. And right. Not that it wouldn't already be winning as, as many as him or more, but it just adds another layer to his greatness. Um, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's we're in a sweet generation to witness all of these legends, just man. Like goats everywhere, just goats up and down. Like we're we're just out here on a goat farm, you know. <laughs> So. <laughs> it just really makes to like makes that master's moment that he just had like man like that's a moment now like not that it wasn't before but like god man that could be the last tiger moment we get like potentially ever right. like which would really be so, such a bummer but um we'll wait to put that it, it's a cool out one. there it's a cool one if if so but yeah so i don't want to so, think it is i don't want to either but i mean it, Dude, it's very possible, though, the amount of force that he has to put into his legs and back, like, swinging. Right. After all these surgeries, dude, especially this one, like, it seems pretty bad. Typically, yeah, people who end up having rods put in their legs and stuff, though, are stronger. Like, they are they have a stronger leg then. But if it right. is something where it hinders his mobility right. and flexibility and he just can't right. move the same way, then I think that this could be... That's a, what I'm saying. That's that's the issue in, in right. hand, So, Yeah. <clears throat> Time hopefully, will tell. Hopefully he's all right because we need him out there doing his classic Tiger fist pump. Um, that's gonna, That was just like my favorite moment of Tiger. Just any time he sinks a putt and he just gives you that massive Tiger fist pump. Like, I'm such a fist pump guy when anything good happens or like... You're playing a sport, hit a nice shot or score a goal. Like, love a good fist pump. 
and that's from Kobe, so rest in peace, Kobe. And then Tiger, too. Those guys are all-time fist pumpers, and so it's interesting that they're both, like, having accidents at the same time of the year, different, you know, same kind of athlete. But I'm glad Tiger's still here, still able to fist pump, and hopefully he can get back out there and just fist pump all over the place. Like, especially that one, I forget the Masters year, where he just hits that super long putt, and it's just rolling forever and forever and forever. And he just just double fist pump in the air. Oh, my God. <laughs> just amazing. So yep. that's my favorite Tiger moment if, if you had to pick one moment. But, Doge, what about you? What's your favorite Tiger <laughs> moment? It's got to be in the, uh, in the 2008 U.S. Open where he was playing with a fractured leg mm-hmm. anyway. Right. And he came back on Sunday to catch Rocco Mediate. Um, who was already in the clubhouse with the lead. Tiger drains a huge putt on 18 to tie it and then sends him into a full 18-hole playoff the next day. And then Tiger just takes Rocco down. But um, um, oh, yeah, it was yeah, incredible. Yeah. I mean, he was out yeah. there, like, <laughs> probably needed to have, like, surgery or some sort of, like, casts or things on his leg, and he was just playing in the U.S. Open and wound up winning. I mean, it was just a legendary tournament, one of the best played um, ever. So... Just That's ridiculous. gotta be my favorite. Definitely an all-time moment. Dill, mm-hmm. what about you? Anything specific? I'm not good with drawing memories back from back then. <clears throat> sure. Um, like that's just like, just his like icon status is what I remember. You know what I mean? Like just always hearing more about Tiger Woods and just the person who always wins. Like I'm sure, you know, people growing up with Tom Brady and always hearing about the Patriots doing well and like him being around in the, in the mess of things. And, uh, that's what I remember is that Tiger's always in it. Yeah. And like, I don't, I mean, I'm, I know there are times where he didn't have good tournaments and probably didn't make the cut, but I, I don't know for sure if there was a streak. I don't know if it was in like 10 or 15 years where he did miss cut. You know what I mean? Like he was that good where you never thought he was going to miss a cut. Have you ever watched, did you ever get to, have you ever watched any golf? Like, have you ever watched him, like, in person at all? No. Those of you been, like, seen him at all? Ever? I've never, never been Not to a golf person, event. No. So I saw him and Peyton Manning pairing up in a pro-am for, like, uh, Jack Nicklaus's tournament, um, like, for work a couple years ago. I don't know if I told this story or not. But, like, the thing always people say, too, is, like, the Tiger crowd, like, it's unbelievable. Like, obviously Peyton Manning being there, too, but, like, Every single person who was there was like, I could give a shit who's, like, the president of the United States and, like, you know, the president of North Korea and the president of Russia could be behind us. No one's going to care because Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning are up here golfing. And they're just going shot for shot. They were going back and forth at the time, too, which was sweet. So, like, Peyton was, like, kind of keeping up which because, like, he's a pretty good golfer, too. So, like, that was really cool. And, like, they're bullshitting the whole time and, like, having a good time. But, like, every person that was in the tournament, which, like, you can't really imagine a crowd anymore because we've all been cooped up in our houses for a while. But, like, imagine thousands of people all just gathered around. You can't even really see. You're just, like, waiting to kind of hear or, like, you're preparing to, like, okay, like, I can't, like, see this swing. But, like, if they're going to hit it here, like, I can be in the front for this next part. Like, so you're, like, in the back of the crowd. Like, it was just amazing to see all these different people with him. And, like, I'm sure a lot of people can, like, who have seen, like, Tiger at a tournament is, like, the Tiger Pack or the crowd. It's just amazing, like, all the people that are there. So, um, it was really cool, really cool to see him like that. And, you know, hopefully he's doing well and, and hanging in there. So, um, 
let's move on here uh, to our uh, second quarter. We've got a little uh, little trade talk here in the NFL. So uh, who do we want to talk about first? We got Russell Wilson. We got Deshaun Watson. We got J.J. Watt. Um, Doge, I'll let you decide here. I'll pass it off to you. And uh, what do you want to do here? Who do we want to talk about here? Yeah, so we can bring up the new one because this is something that just really came into came into light a little bit more, I should say, this week. Obviously, it had been in the news for a few weeks. Russell Wilson's upset with his O line, yep. and uh, in Seattle, and you know needs to see changes to make himself more protected um, there. But then, apparently, his camp had discussed with Seattle that. Um, there were a few teams that he would be fine being traded to those organizations. But he likes it in um, Seattle, and he wants to stay. Right, yeah, but he's happy in Seattle. He wants to play he wants in Seattle. To stay. But if he were to get traded, these are the places I'd go. Right. What was the uh, What was the Ryan Rosillo tweet? <clears throat> he's like, I love my wife, but here's five women I'd leave her for. It's like, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's essentially what Russell Wilson like, told Seattle. What? He's like, hey, super happy here, but would also go play for these teams. Like, if we got to part ways. Like, you like, can't <laughs> say those. You can't say this. Those things they contradict each other. Come on. Right. So yeah, what I was originally reported that I saw. Well, the first time I let me backtrack. Sure. First report I saw was from Bleacher Report, and they basically said. He showed interest in Raiders, Jets, Saints, Dolphins. Then Adam Schefter, more reputable resource for NFL News, tweets. He wants to play in Seattle, but if he were traded, it would be Cowboys, Saints, Raiders, Bears. So of those, you know, and let's even throw Seattle back into the mix. Like, where do you guys think you see Russ playing next year? Do you want to go first? Sure. There's no way he's not playing in Seattle. I'll give you a couple of reasons why. One, if they trade him, no matter where he goes, it's a $39 million cap hit to the Seahawks. So, unless they'd like to eat $40 million for no reason, obviously you're going to get some picks back maybe. It'd probably be the biggest haul we'd ever seen. Like, Russell Wilson deserves that. You know, while he may not be a Super Bowl MVP because Malcolm Smith won that, currently on the Browns. Um, Or uh, a regular MVP. Remember, he's never gotten a vote, because everybody else has had better seasons than him. But he's still a guy who could win either of those awards without a doubt, especially if you put him on the right roster. So I think it'd be a huge haul, but there's no way they trade him. And also, unless he pulls a Deshaun Watson, which I'm sure we're going to talk about him, there's no way he's going to get traded, because I bet they'd fire Pete Carroll first, or they'd fire the GM first. He's the face of their franchise. He's their best player. He's worth a ton of money. You're not going to get the return back. I just don't see it. It doesn't make any sense. Unless Jerry Jones gets in his ear and makes him demand it, which is so, so, so off-brand for Mr. Button-Up. Hi, I'm Mr. Russell Wilson. You know, like, you know, I know he's done a little Mr. Unlimited, but he's like kind of like a Mr. Perfect kind of guy. So to, for him to demand a trade, I think, is a lot. And I don't see it happening. So I think he stays in Seattle, and they sign, and they go out of their way to sign and or trade for offensive linemen. And they kind of, like, sell out for that is my my thing. So, Dill, what do you think? 
you couldn't have found a better quarterback in the first five weeks of the last season. Right. And then they On started fire. running they started running the ball after that. Handedly won them games. Their defense was trash. That turned around. But their offense stopped playing offense at the same point that their defense started playing defense. Right. And it was something where like you haven't seen Seattle not be able to figure it out to the point where they were like, Oh, like they're a contender like a real contender. I thought I was so um I was so used to seeing that that I was fooled into thinking that they were going to be that. You know what I mean? Like, I could totally have seen it like uh, uh, Packers, Seahawks, right? NFC Championship, Russ, Aaron, you know what I mean? Something like that. Right. Um, wh- what about this curveball? What if he's like, you know what, NFL? Oh, gosh. I'm going to the Yankees. I'm going to go play baseball. Is that something he that you does think, the, he like, does the training camp? I don't think he would pull that. I think he's going to stay in football. But what if he's you like, know like you know how what? much of a three sixty it would be for Russell Wilson to go? Hey, I'm so upset with the Seahawks that because they're not trading me, I'm going screw it NFL. I'm going to play baseball. Like I would have to look at him in such a different way. But dude, he's, like, is he's, he ready to be a villain? Like you said, though, he's like Mr. Perfect. The Yankees are like clean cut. You can't have a beard. But they're you gotta be to villainous. the Yankee way. But they are villains. I love the Yankees oh, in their own sure. way, but they're villains. And Russell Wilson would be a villain for leaving football, going to baseball, doing that to all those people. Like LeBron James, like he wasn't like expecting to be like the bad guy in Miami when he got there kind of deal. And he had to adjust to that. Is Russell Wilson ready to adjust like that? Like, to be like, get, I don't know. Me, get me the heck out of here. But it's especially to switch I, to baseball. I, don't I know. haven't heard anything about it. I know, no, that's which not, is why I had to bring it up. Is like, right. maybe he does. Maybe he's like, yo, you know what? I've tried out this football thing for a while. I've had a great time. I'm getting older. I want to protect my body, and I think baseball. I can actually make more money. I can go play on the Yankees and do something great there. How many times have there been an athlete where they're a superior quarterback, like you said, MVP caliber, Super Bowl caliber um, MVP, like that type of player who then goes to a different sport just because, like, you know what? I had my run. I'm going to try something else. Like, just that level of athleticism. Like Michael Jordan. Right, Deion Sanders. But <laughs> very few. You can name them, right? Right, like you, yeah. I don't know. Maybe Bo he Jackson, wants. Maybe right. he wants to be considered the greatest athlete of all time, and that's something that Mister Unlimited. Uh, that would be very. That would be very Mister Unlimited, I guess, on right for that, if you will. I but. would be super intrigued if that conversation came to light somehow. Um, but I, I think he's got to stay on the Seahawks, man. He like is Pete the Seahawks. He he's seventy years Seahawks. old. They're not trying to rebuild with Pete Carroll. Okay. No, why like, would they do that? Yeah, right. I mean, like, how how much longer is he going to coach? Like, he looks younger than he is, but he he's still moves, 70. He moves younger. He chews gum like he's younger. Yeah. Um, I, I think Chompers. that... I mean, dude, he has pieces there. Like, offense, this is probably the most potent offense that he's had as far as people around him. He just doesn't have the line. Right. Which is why he's just like, let's sell out for this. Like, we can win if you sell out for yeah. this. So... Like, look what Tampa just did with a great offensive right. line. Look does, what Baker oh, does. Like, Oh, my God. Dude, if he had a shit line, there's no way Baker does what he did this year. 
That's fair. But Browns have like one of the best offensive lines in the game. That's Russell the only Wilson reason. Is not. I mean, he's just like he's much better. I'm not Without. saying. I'm saying if he had the same the Browns have a good line. line. Browns have a good line. I agree. If he had the same caliber line as them, he would be ridiculous. Is my point. And he's better than this, him yeah, without the sure, line. Sure, sure. So, Rogers level. Doge, you think he's gone somewhere or what? I think it would be dumb if he did. I but so agree. It certainly seems like you know the momentum is kind of shifting in that direction. But you made a great point, T. A forty million dollar cap hit is not something that Seattle's going to want to do. Also, Russell Wilson is just the kind of player that any kind of NFL franchise would be killing for. You want to find a player like Russell Wilson that can lead your franchise to Super Bowls and to win games, you know, when you probably should have lost. If I'm in need of a game-winning drive in the NFL today, there's Tom Brady and there's Aaron Rodgers. Mahomes. And there's Mahomes. And the next guy... Is Russell Wilson probably Josh Allen? I mean, but maybe, but yeah, Russell yeah, Wilson. I, no, Russell Wilson is right there. He is for sure. He's that guy. Yeah, he's the next guy, and I can't imagine, you know, a team giving up and not wanting to try to cater towards a talent of that level. Like, go get some linemen and figure it out because you do have incredible offensive weapons around him. And go out there and win games. Like if you rebuild off of having a top four QB in the league, like to suddenly being a nobody team because you wanted to ship him out there and take a huge cap hit, that is such a stupid franchise move for Seattle. It just doesn't make any sense unless you would get something stupid absurd. amount of picks. You'd have to get. I'm honestly just amazed that they haven't been able to douse this already. The like, only trade. Russ, like, Whatever you want. Because like, nobody has anything to talk about right now, really. Is why, I'm sure. It is. Yeah. Uh, the seasons are so out of whack with how sports have been going. So. The only way I see it happening is if Dak gets franchise tagged, then traded with mad amount of picks. So they have a quarterback who could potentially replace them that they could re-sign, and they get a bunch of things that they could rebuild with if Dak doesn't work out. And that is an absurd trade. Mm-hmm. But would be like, oh, baby. Mr. Oh, Unlimited in the big Jerry Dome. Oh, baby. Because no, no one else, I think, has the stones to make a move like that either. No. You'd have to completely tear apart all of your assets in order to try to land a talent like Russell Wilson. Yep. And then if it doesn't work out, then you're screwed for like a decade. And Dak Prescott got hit a lot last year, so I don't know if his offensive line really what he wants. Because if so, then like Cowboys are probably not where he wants to go. Right. They had some guys injured there on their line though, but they had a couple legends retire too. So. Yep. Fair enough. All right. So Deshaun. Yes. Wanted the trade first. Oh yeah. He even talked about it. Came out and said, you know, I'm demanding a trade, et cetera, et cetera. But of all these stars that we're going to be talking about, he's probably going to be the last one to move. Or could be the last one to move. But uh, what yep. what are we hearing about Deshaun now? Dill, we'll, we'll swing it over to you. What are your thoughts on where Deshaun could be landing? I would love to see... Can I get Twi- 
quick tidbit. Yeah, tidbit out. He just reiterated to their coach that there's no way he's playing in Houston and he is demanding a trade. <laughs> so anyone who's thinking it's going to be Houston, it's not. He's going somewhere. Right. So just to point just point that, that out. That did happen. The, uh, the, the Panthers were putting together a large package deal with yeah. McCaffrey, right? Yeah. Okay. I think you guys were going to mention that a little bit, but I oh. just wanted to double check that that was the correct team, and McCaffrey was included in that. Is that where you think he's going to wind up? I think and want him to wind up in Miami. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a great battle between him and Josh Allen for the next seven years in that division. I think oh it would be, yeah, I think it would be fun to watch. Uh, I do like uh, Brian Flores. Like I, I think he's a quality coach. I think that he's overcoached his team to the B-flow point where sweet for sure. They've outplayed their roster for sure. Yeah. So if they get that kind of caliber quarterback, not saying that Fitzpatrick, you know, is bad, but he's he's just not a starting quarterback like Deshaun Watson. Like he's good in a certain role. I don't think Tua was impressive. I don't. I never thought he was that good in Alabama. What? He's really good at Alabama, I thought. He, come on. Come on. Come on. Not that I, good in Alabama, dude. Dog, if he didn't get oh, hurt, oh, oh. I would have wanted him to be drafted. Like, I don't know. I'm with you. I'm with you. Hold on. I'm with you on this take a little bit here. If you want, like, I just can, I grab the, can I grab the wheel for a second? Yeah, I just didn't see Tua in Alabama being like, dude, teams have to take this guy. Oh, I definitely did, which is wild, but we'll get to that. I will leave that. So... One thing too here, you got you got that matchup with Josh Allen. The Dolphins are kind of in a win now mode. If they're not fully buying Tua, it's gonna look really bad, and they're gonna have like let's say the Mitch Trubisky of that draft because Joe Burrow is lit, Justin Herbert is lit, and so if they just have to be reminded, hey, by the way, you guys got the worst one out of that draft, and he's not good, and your team was really good, and you blew it, like why not just send that off? Take the hit right now, but be like, yeah, we got rid of Tua, and we kind of blew that, but we've got Deshaun Watson, who's better, might be better. You don't have to worry about that. Um, so I think that like that could be maybe a reason why the Dolphins will do it. I thought that's like that was the team I thought was going to be the team where he was going to end up in because they have the assets. They're in a kind of win-now mode. Their division is up for grabs, and Deshaun Watson wants out, so this like strike while the iron's hot. I think that, you don't have a chance to get a quarterback like this all the time. So no. unless they're going for Russell Wilson, they should go for Deshaun Watson. And he's pretty much gotten better every single year in the NFL. He's a winner. He's been winning since his early days in Clemson. He has found a way other than this past year to win in Houston, which they were a dumpster fire. Um, Tua is an A to B, you know, Honda Civic. Oh my God, man! Deshaun Watson is like the red flashy two-door sports car that people look at. He is a Miami guy. The way he plays, dude, it is just fun to watch. Tua is boring. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think they had a boring offense with Tua. There's no doubt. I would agree with that, T. I think it's that they didn't have the flashiness that, you know, they have just like top-tier talent in Alabama, and that's why Tua was fun to watch in Alabama. The guys he was thrown to were absolutely dank. I still think the Dolphins need a weapon, too, regardless of who they have at quarterback next year, whether it's Deshaun or not. But if they have Deshaun, then a lot of their weapons just get better. 
But Mike Gusecki can't keep balling out for him. Deshaun's a better quarterback than Tua, and it's not even. Not, it's not, not even not close. close. It's not. It's yeah, not close. It's not even close. That'll be fun. No, but what I've seen definitely has been that you know Panthers trading over Bridgewater in a bigger package. You know whether McCaffrey's included, whether it's a boatload of first round picks. You know um, that that's probably the most enticing package that the Texans are going to wind up getting. Um, so I think that's probably the favorite for sure. Miami, probably the best fit right out the gate. If you're getting rid of McCaffrey, if you have to get rid of someone like Robbie Anderson along with it, sure you have Deshaun Watson now, but the Panthers become a lot less exciting and have a lot less weapons right. built around them. Obviously, everyone gets better with an improvement at the quarterback position, but you know that'd be if a they tough. They keep one. McCaffrey, dude. Oh, man. They'd be nasty. Yeah. I mean, that'd be filthy. And he's a he's a Carolina guy, so a lot of fan love for sure, That's which would be cool. Say is is you know coming from Clemson, maybe he's like, hey, I want to get back to into the Carolinas. Like Matt Rule seems to be like a pretty good coach, so like that could be fun too. Mm-hmm. He they did a lot. Really with, he did a lot with Teddy. They were really competitive in his first year. Like, they covered the spread a lot. Like good for him. Good for them. Teddy two. Teddy two gloves. Teddy two covers. <laughs> but everybody wants Deshaun. Why would you not want Deshaun Watson? I mean, I've heard some Broncos rumors too. Yeah. I've heard that as well, but I don't know how much validity there is to it because what can they really put together that the Texans would jump for? Hella picks. I don't know. Maybe picks. some de- defenders, young defender, maybe. Dude, you can't give up like a Bradley Chubb in that in that trade deal, though. I think. I mean, you can. Why would but... like? Von Miller. Deshaun you know? Watson gives you the chance to where you can go and your fans can go and everyone in your entire town can go, man, we could win the Super Bowl this year. Like, no matter who else is on the team. Like, currently standing, they can't do that. Obviously, like, you need Texans some... Texans couldn't do it, dude. Not this year. <sighs> like, that's but because, that's because they're there. so... <laughs> I guess you're right, but that might be the only team, and maybe the Jets with Gaze, because like, if your organization is semi competent, which you have to be in order to trade for Deshaun Watson, I would say you have you have a chance. Like, you might not be like it might not be a real good chance, but like, you can talk yourself into it one way or another. Like, man, if we just get this and we can do this here, maybe in the draft we pick up this guy. Bam, we're in the Super Bowl. Like, we have a quarterback that can win the MVP go off and win the Super Bowl. All we got to do is protect them. All we got to do is, you know, have the defense off the field, turn it over. You know, you can talk yourself into it. Like, we barely could do that with Andy Dalton maybe one year. Like, if we had Deshaun Watson on the Bengals, we could have done it maybe every year. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you're, like, real, every team should be considering this this trade for sure, like I would think. Real quick. Where do you see them going, T? That's what I was going to say. Real quick. I said Miami, I one think. One team. Oh, you Miami. Yeah. Okay. That's why I was like, I'll take the wheel. Because I, I picked Miami. I think that that's where he'll end up. I'm with T on Miami. Doge, where do you see him going? He said, I do see him winding up at the Panthers. I think that's the biggest. Okay. Highest odds or, or best odds, I would say, right now. But I think I would rather see him in Miami. I would agree with you guys on that front. But, yeah, so. Okay. We've got one more. Another former Texan. Well, yeah. I guess Deshaun's not a former Texan yet, but well, soon to be. Guaranteed former Texans. J.J. Watt. 
yeah. in free agency. So these aren't trades. This is just he kind of has his you know yeah, right. his own say in the matter. So <clears throat> a lot of different possible destinations, but um, you know not a whole lot of news coming out of there as well. You know he's he's done a real good job of keeping everything in house. I think since he's entered free agency. But uh, what are we looking at? T. What are your what are your thoughts on JJ and his possible destinations? So. There's an obvious like guess that everybody wants to say. Mm-hmm. But the obvious thing that is obvious about that is they're obviously not winning a Super Bowl in Pittsburgh next next year. So why would he go to the Steelers and play with his brothers? So I think he's going to obviously go back home to Wisconsin. Play with the pit or the excuse me the Packers the Pittsburgh and, Packers the Pittsburgh Packers great team they'd be a dynasty I'm sure um, <clears throat> but the Packers because he's a Wisconsin guy went there to school goes with Aaron Rodgers um, has a chance to win there because they're a really good team they were close maybe get a little more pass rushing there <clears throat> so <clears throat> excuse me I've got JJ Watt signing with the Packers. Although I heard though teams want or uh, expecting fifteen to sixteen million dollar deal for the man, so <clears throat> that's a lot of dough. Mm-hmm. But I think ten teams have reached out to try to sign him. Wouldn't mind seeing him in the in the uh, orange and black. Final answer there, but Packers. Doge, what about you? So I. Uh... <laughs> I at first thought that, you know, everyone thought, oh, he's got two brothers playing in Pittsburgh. Yeah, yep. they don't have the money for him. They would have to move a lot of things around in order to sign him and, and make that work. Um, then I thought, okay, maybe he's going to be in that division, but he's going to come over to Cleveland, who has, like, the second most money in the league behind, like, Jacksonville, I think, in order to sign a free agent. Mm-hmm. They've already got, you know the likes of Miles Garrett on that line who gets double teamed all the time. You send a talent like J.J. Watt over, you can't double team either of them anymore. That's got to be enticing to a free agent that wants to come over and see a lot of success Yeah, in a team that already made a pretty solid playoff run. But then I thought about it more and I think he's going to wind up in Buffalo, dude. Ooh. I think he's going to be a Buffalo Bills guy. And here's one of the things that I liked oh, about it. Oh, yeah. Um, that you know they've they've got a young core, obviously with Josh Allen. I love the Stephon Diggs addition. Another addition on the defensive side with JJ Watt would be huge. Yeah, there was this tweet JJ Watt had the other day. Mm-hmm. It was just the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell, and like the center for mitochondria research or something. I, I'm gonna completely butcher that, but it's based in Buffalo. Sure. So maybe he's maybe he's wiki leaking, but not not fully leaking. I bet he's gonna troll each town that has been like hyped to no, signing no. him, which hopefully <laughs> it will be cool. But I would love to see him in Buffalo. That'd be sweet. Him and Josh Allen there. Just... I mean, guys, guys, at his talent level, like you really don't get to see a whole lot of free agency. I feel like usually, especially in the NFL, like teams. Either franchise tag you because exactly. they know they need you, or they just sign you to a huge deal and you just stay there. 
Yeah. So he's got to, I mean, he's got to enjoy his little bit of time, have a little bit of fun while he's free agenting. Absolutely. <laughs> Why not? Dylan, let's hear it. I totally agree that I, I think he just misses cheese curds. Yeah. You know, I, I think that um, I, I was reading into that tweet thinking that he misses what creates the power for him. Which normally for people is a mitochondria. I think for him it's cheese curds. Yeah. Um, so I like that take a lot. Yeah. I, I don't didn't even think about the I cheese curd. I don't it, see so him in a Bills jersey. Like I can't picture him with the blue, red, and white. Like really? that color blue because it's one shade. Say, that's the Texas colors. <laughs> right, but it's like the Texans are like a deep navy. I feel you. Just I don't know about the bright blue. Like I don't know. Like. I think that Buffalo crowd for him would go nuts with a full stadium. What? Or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, definitely would go nuts with him. Uh, I think I could totally see him legitimately in a Browns jersey. Like, I can see that. Um, no. It would be great if he came. Put your glasses on, dude. I don't wear glasses. Neither so, do I. for any of the any listeners of the pod. No, uh, no glasses here. Just sunglasses for my sensitive eyes. Um, sure, dude. L- like you were saying, Doge. Like we have a pretty solid core. We have a great new young coach, and and so same with McDermott up there in Buffalo. So I think he wants to go somewhere with just like some fresh blood. You know what I mean? And Matt Lafleur, like he's also got it. Um, I th- I could really see him going to any three of those teams. I'd like to really see him follow Deshaun, too. That'd be cool. So, before... Okay. Sorry, Dick. I was about to say that maybe he waits to see what happens with Deshaun, and he just trails Deshaun. Just goes to ring chasing with Deshaun. That'd be cool. Like, good for him. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if he thinks... Like, if he decides to hold out until Deshaun moves, and he's like, yo, this is a guy that... Right, this team, is just the guy. This is the guy. Like, he's a championship-winning quarterback. Like, I would be all in on that combo. Like, that would be sweet. I have a weird, uh, like, question, I guess. Oh, never mind. Okay, that makes sense. Russell Wilson said something about the Saints, right? Not the other way around. Like, why would the Saints not want to go get Deshaun Watson, too, then? Oh, I... We, when we were talking about Deshaun a few weeks ago, I thought that that was my favorite place for him to go. I mean, I'd love that Breeze too, but like, why are they not? I don't know why it's not a. Breeze is retiring, but everyone imagines that it is. I saw the mayor of New Orleans like posted a video about like Russell Wilson come come on down. <laughs> it's like interesting, but like, why would you? Why would they not just just go get Deshaun? He's like available, and like the asking price is much lower. Or they're just like, hey, we're mad strapped with cap because we are. We can't do anything. I mean, that roster. Or I guess Drew Brees also just dropped a workout video today, and he looks really good. I haven't seen it, but come on. He might just be like, guys, I'm, I'm riding one more time. And they're like, God, man. He's like, we're running it back. He's like, I can't end the season on broken ribs or in right. my career. I agree. He can't. He yeah. Can't <laughs> That's a tough one. But that's all I got. I wanted to talk to those guys, so... Okay, sure. <clears throat> so, well, let's oh. get one team. We did this for 
for Deshaun, what's the one team you think JJ is going to end up being on? Packers. Packers, Buffalo. Bills, Browns. Okay. We'll see. Okay. That's fun. Okay, okay. All right, let's move into halftime here, folks. Take a quick little break. Let us uh, do a little update on social media stuff, and then move on to the third quarter there. Um, Doge, I'll hand it right back to you. Where can we find the clubhouse-specific social media stuff? We're on Facebook. It is The Clubhouse. Clubhouse is just all one word there. On Twitter and Instagram, you can find us at clubhouse underscore TCSN for the Cheap Seats Network. Mm-hmm. Big deal. <clears throat> Where can we yeah. find the Cheap Seats Network? Specific I have stuff? a little bit of a different understanding for what SN stands for. Since we'll get we into are... that for a moment. But, okay. Facebook, ready for it? Yep. The Cheap Seats Network. Okay, sure. One, two, three, four. Boom, boom, boom. boom. Twitter at the underscore cheap underscore seats okay as mentioned and promise last pod episode 77 yep kendall watson episode good episode. what does that sense stand for though i gave you a hint earlier and i told you right after it i said hints are everywhere Doge, you look like you want to talk about SN. What does SN stand for? I don't know. I thought you were trying to give hints about the ice time, so I was not paying attention at all there, for this. That's why I said everywhere, because that was also included for the fourth quarter ice time with Dill. Um, I'm just going Saturday time. night. I don't know. Saturday nights, okay. We got one contestant with an answer. Go. I said Sports Nut. Sports Nut, okay. I like that one. If you remember when I said the hint was everywhere, the hints were everywhere, talked about people swindling. Swindling? To, I can't even say it. <laughs> SN stands for Swindling Nintendos. Oh my God. Dude, it doesn't even make sense. Yeah, it does, because you're trying to swindle Nintendo, Nintendo from somebody. Yeah. You want to swindle Nintendo's Nintendo from somebody. Whatever, man. And if I'm, I'm doing gonna, that, I'm, not I'm gonna swindling I'm not gonna Nintendos. Respond to that. I'm not going to respond to that. I have a good one for next time. It's yeah, already in the... Yeah, it's already yeah, yeah, yeah. complete. The script is out. Stay tuned next week, ladies and gentlemen, where Dill's got a good one. It is a good one. We'll see. And it, it's relevant. All right. Speaking of a good one, we got a good quarter for you here. Third quarter. A little bit of role play for you boys. So, let's get excited. Just keeping it sexy here on the pod. I'll, uh... Alright. Doge, one or two? Two. Okay. You get to be LeBron James. I always knew it, dude. I know. It, you You are LeBron. You're such a LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> the more you age, the more you start to look like him. Yep. Oh, my God. I was going to say the same thing. Wow. Hilarious. Wow. Uh, <laughs> That's so true. Dylan, we get to be... Who? Kevin Durant. 
Who? Who is out with injury. Oh. But still team captain drafting, as far as I know right now. So that could change. But he's still drafting these teams. So we're going to draft the All-Stars here, folks. The NBA All-Stars. Okay. We're going to do a little role play. Each of our um, <clears throat> you know, sides one way. Cincinnati versus Cleveland here. I'll read off the rosters real quick. Um, but first thing we have to do when we do our draft is we got to go starters first, then the bench guys. So okay. the Eastern All-Star starters are... Kyrie Irving, Bradley Beal, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid, and filling in for Kevin Durant. Now, Jason Tatum as a starter. Shout out. Shouts out to you, boy. The Western All-Star starters are Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Kawhi Leonard, and Jabron, I mean, Lames, LeBron James. Excuse me. Doge. And Nikola Jokic. The big yoke. Yes, What a joke. What a joke. The big joker? What a jock itch. <laughs> the big joker. So, so we're going to flip a coin for who goes first. Uh, I think LeBron goes first. So he has more votes. I, I just think. flipped the coin and uh, Doge, you won, you won the toss. <laughs> wow. That's completely random, but I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I know. What a toss. What a toss up. Um, so, I, so I get first pick and then is it just... You go through the starters first, and then you go through the bench guys after yep. Yep. drafting? Yep. So we'll do the starters first, then we'll name the bench guys after here. So it, it is back and forth, right? It's not a snake where we get two? It's back and forth, right. Okay. Yep. Hmm. I like that. Yep. Yep. Give me... Ugh. This is tough, dude. Give me Steph. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, I mean, Bron and Steph. Just a little LeBron and Steph. Okay. They each were captains when they first started doing this, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Steph was hurt last year for the team Giannis. You can and pick this one if you want. LeBron. What? Are you trying to like decide? Yeah. I'm just saying you get to pick this one yourself. I'll just go back and forth with Ox. Okay. No debating. Just just rip them. I'm going to throw a curveball here because I was going to go with one, but I can't go without the Don. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get Luca on the team. I almost did it, dude. That's a great pick. <clears throat> this will happen in real life where he will pick Kyrie first. There's no doubt. He's picking his teammate, and we're not doing that. <laughs> We ain't gonna do it. I think LeBron might pick his teammate here. Who? His old teammate. You're going Kyrie, right? No. no. Okay. No. Who are you going with, Doge? I think I'm taking Giannis. Good. I did not want him on my team anyway. Okay. Jeez. Jeez. The uh, two former All Star captains. Right. LeBron's just swooping them. Just taking them. All right, this is a quick, easy pick for me. Um, we're taking Joel Embiid. Wow. Okay. He's the MVP right now. I did not think... When you said quick and easy for you, I was like... Okay. I mean, you got... I You know, he's a sixer. I know he's a 76er. 
You got to take the Celtics hat off, put on the Nets hat, and get. And you know, first of all, you got to tip your cap to Joel Embiid. He's having a great season. So hell of a year, Mr. LeBron. Give me the claw. Oh, Kawhi. I was hoping he's gonna fall one more. No. Oh, dude. All right. Dill. Um, just so we can get a guard on the team. Doncic is a guard. Yeah, but he's a big guard. I mean, yeah, I guess. He's a big guard. He's a big guard. You're taking the, the small guard? Uh, I'm taking good old Brad Beal. He's a big guard. Another hell of a year. He's Yeah, he's having a great year. Mm-hmm. He really is. Stroking it. So I think you forced my hand there. Um... No, dude, I'm I'm taking. Tatum. <laughs> Damn it! No, I'm taking Tatum. You said uh, no. Kyrie. Yeah. Okay. I put it in here as Kyrie. <clears throat> well, we still need a point guard on our team, so we will be taking Jokic. <laughs> <laughs> That is our pick, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we definitely want Jokic for sure. Okay. Good. 100%. Dude, that roster is filthy. Whew. So he's got... So far, we've got Steph, Giannis, Kawhi. Well, here's the thing is that I had the first pick, but then I also have myself. But you guys don't have KD. Right. Oh, so we just get Tatum. Right? Or Kyrie, you mean. Yeah. No, I'm saying we should automatically get Tatum because he is Kevin Durant as a starter, right? Or how does that work? I'm kidding, no. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I, I think like that's how it would have, work, but I... We, I feel like you guys probably should have drafted first because of that, but I don't really know how it goes. That's all right, whatever. We'll take Kyrie. It's only fair. I'm sure him and Durant will text about who they want to pick anyway. So, <laughs> just to recap the team so far, starters for... Doge, a.k.a. LeBron. LeBron, mm-hmm. Steph, Giannis, Kawhi, and Jason Tatum. Oh, my God. For us, yeah. KD, we have the Don, Luca, Joel, Embiid, Bradley, Beal, Jokic, and the Irving. Kai. The Irving. <laughs> Uncle Drew. <laughs> Yeah. He's not the Irving, dude, because that's Julius. That yeah. that is, as soon as I said it, I just didn't yeah. want to say Kyrie, but then like I actually gave him a better name, just some Kyrie. <laughs> so, time for oh. the time for the benches, boys, okay. and we'll definitely go first here. Eastern All Star. We'll I was gonna say, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eastern All Star bench players available are Jalen Brown, James Harden, Zach Levine, Dill's boy, Julius Randle. Ben Simmons, Nikola Vucevic, and subbing in for Kevin Durant, who's injured, is Sabonis. Um, as the Eastern All-Stars, by the way, I forgot to mention, our coach is Glenn Rivers, so shouts out to big Glenn, Doc Rivers there. And I just had to I had to get that in there when I saw that. So. Uh. <laughs> and, and, Glenn, 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 Glenn. And coach for the Western All-Stars is uh, Big Q, Quinn Snyder. Ought to be. So. Um, the Q. The Q. 
Cute. And the Cute. Western Cute. All-Stars available being replaced by Devin Booker was Anthony Davis, so he's out with injury as well. Paul George available, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, Zion, and Damian Lillard. So these are gonna be fun benches to pick. Dude, a lot of great names. So do you I'll go do you want me to go first? You go first? Me uh, go first? You got Joker, right? And then we by default had Kyrie? Yeah. So you can go. Alright. Is there one that you really want out of these? There's two people that before I, that I, before we get a pick there from him. Okay. These are the two people that I would very much enjoy on a roster. Let me. Yep. Yeah. But that's it. Yours. Yeah. Or his. Come on. Top. Okay, that's what I thought, but just because it's the All Star game, I don't know. Right. No, no, no. Okay. You're right. You're right. So I'm going with uh, I'm going with my first overall bench pick with. Uh, it's time. It's Dame time. Should have been a starter anyway. We need a point Dame, guard. Dame Dalla. <laughs> Just keep saying we need a point guard. <laughs> Just Give saying. me James Harden, dude. Yeah. He would have been fun, dude. He's on fire right now, man. <laughs> exactly. Okay. There's a no-brainer, and it's Zion. Have to have him. I wanted. Yep. Pick. Oh yeah. I, I was yes. gonna say like. Yes. I would just want to play Z. with him. I want to see him play. <laughs> yeah, dude. I just want to throw him alley oops with all these point guards we have. Give me. Uh... Give me Spider. Ooh, Spider Mitchell, baby, yanked him right from us. <clears throat> I started I know. putting him in on our bench. I'm pretty sure I know who's going to be picked last, and I'm not going to say it. But I already know who that is. <laughs> I don't know if you do. Uh, I no do. Way. No way. Um, <laughs> okay, so I have I have to go with a point guard. Um, <laughs> CP3. <laughs> I mean, we need one. We need, we need a point one. guard. We need a point guard off the bench. Oh, this is absurd. You guys have Doncic, who plays the one for the Mavs. You've got Kyrie. Everybody on our team can pass the ball. And you've got CP3. Everybody on our team can pass the ball at a Hall of Fame level, except for, like, Bradley Beal, maybe. And Zion. And Embiid. No, Zion has really good vision, too. And, and all those guys are pretty good passers. Oh, no. Oh, man. Um. Shoot, give me. Give me Devin Booker. Dang. Alright. I don't know if I want to continue on with that joke. (laughs) Just do it. Alright, well, we need a point guard. So we're going to (laughs) take. Ben Simmons, pair him, <laughs> pair him up with Embiid. <laughs> oh uh, man, we're not shooting the ball at all on our team. We'll have the Just most kidding. assists. We have a lot of people who can shoot. <laughs> all time. We're taking we're taking Jalen Brown. That's who I was trying to get. I know I pick. wanted to take him, but I wanted to. We needed a point guard, so. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna go with my boy. Yeah. The point guard. Zach Levine. He's not a point guard. There's no more point guards left. No. He's guarding points right now for me. He's gonna he's score. Points. He's gonna score forty. No. Or he's gonna shoot like one at ten from three and get like six. Points. I'm going hot take. And this is fresh out of the oven. Folks. MVP. Yeah, not Zach Levine. Let's get through the draft. Okay. See what the teams are going to be. No, I, you're right. I need to put it back in the oven. It, it still needs to warm up. That the chicken's not the ones because it's it's hot. Okay. It's hot. All right. So who do we even have left? I'm taking. I'm taking Paul George. That's yeah. what I was going to suggest. Goes next, so good pick. <clears throat> Come on down. DeMontis Sabonis. Okay. Needed him. Shouts out to Ed. Doge? Give me Rudy Gobert. Oh my god, god, I thought he was going to be last. Thank goodness. I'm so happy you said him. <laughs> I That's like the first actual center I've drafted. Giannis was going to be playing the five the entire game until I. He's going to be getting eaten Gobert. alive by Joel Embiid and Jokic. And Zion. Julius Randle. Zion and Julius. Oh, so you're you're giving me Vucevic? I'm yeah. in. Okay. I'll let you yeah. take Vuce. Vuce. I'm in on that. That's two centers back-to-back at the end. That's exactly yeah. what we needed. Big ones. With the conclusion of the 2021 All-Star Game, Team LeBron, we have, for starters, LeBron, Steph, Giannis, uh, The Claw, Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard, Jason Tatum on the bench for LeBron, James Harden, Donovan Mitchell, Devin Book, Jalen Brown, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, and go to old Vucevic. For us, KD and the squad. Yep, yep. Starters, we have Luka. Yep. Joel Embiid. Yep. Bradley Beal. Mm -hmm. Nikola Jokic. Yep. And Kyrie Irving. On the bench, we've got Dame Dalla Lillard, Zion, I block your shot, Williamson, CP3, I pass your ball, Chris Paul, Big Boy from Down Under, Ben Simmons. Good eye, mate. (laughs) Zach, I'm going to win MVP, Levine. DeMontis, Zach is going to win MVP. DeMontis, I get rebounds and boards and shots and everything else. Sabonis. Sabonis. Shorts. I'm having a hell of a year. Julius Randle. <laughs> it's a shame that he's on the other team. But the MVP of this All-Star game, I believe, will be... Hometown hero of Atlanta, which is, oh my gosh, there's no Hawks on the roster. Who could that be? Jalen 
Brown, look out. Having a killer year. Did a lot in the offseason. It's his hometown. People like to win the MVP in their hometown. First All-Star game. So maybe he'll get out there and ball it out. But we'll see. That's my prediction. You think he's going to swindle the MVP vote for the All-Star game? Uh, I don't think there'll be any... Swindling? Swindling. I think okay. it's, it'll be outright. Just a windling? It'll Yeah, just a straight windle. Okay. <clears throat> Honestly, for a moment, I was convinced that these were the actual teams. Like, that we actually just drafted the All-Star game. I mean, we could just send it to Adam and just tell him, hey. Just send it over for approval. Yeah. 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 I like my team, dude. I like our team. Yes. Our team I also just like be... being LeBron. It's a good feeling. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm about to run these that. 2K. Yeah. So we'll, we'll do a little bit of analysis with the stats team to see how different these teams are. Yep. Or these pairings of players. Like, maybe LeBron just picks our team. That'd be wild. If we get these correct, but it's just flop. Or if they're completely correct. Also... Zero percent chance that happens. That would be nuts. if so. Then we know a lot more than. There's we no think. way because we would have to have Harden. Most likely, yeah. And if we are Unless Jason, T- and if we are actually Jason Tatum and the starting, totally we're Also going to have Jalen Brown. It's so a totally are, different scenario. Those are the floppers, I think. If if we're going to be wrong. Yep. Okay. Other than anyone could pick whoever they want, so. Yeah, we'll have to load these into two K. See what happens. I agree. It'd be fun. It'd be a lot of fun. Let's move it on. Fourth quarter. Yes. Favorite quarter for most people, they say. <laughs> I don't know if they say that, actually. I just like to say it. Uh, it's an ice time with Dill. So are we playing the game again, bro, or yeah. you got something else for us <clears throat> this time? Okay, I need to redeem myself. I did a, I did a deeper dive um, into some interesting rabbit holes this time. Oh, so, my gosh. Um. Okay. Like I said, there was a hint earlier that you guys talked about pre-show about the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah, maybe. So at some point, that could pop up in rear head. I'm just pre- reminding Doge that that's what it could have been. We're on so, the same page. For those who are new to this segment, last episode was the introduction, the inaugural phasing of this uh, segment. So essentially, we're calling it fact or fiction. Okay, I'm going to have a statement read to the boys. Since we have these two competing, I already know the answers. I'm going to read the statement, and it's either fact or fiction. And we're going to be keeping points, uh, tallies, so we, we know who wins this week's episode. Okay. And we'll keep this moving forward so that way it's kind of like our um, guess the lines portion uh, that we've done before. Just hockey. Yeah. You know? Yeah, a nice time. So, first statement. The NHL's first season was in 1905. Fiction. 05? 1905. Um, that's true. Why did you say fiction? Like, why did you say it so convincingly? Like, you know. I don't know. That just seems really early for NHL. Really? Okay. So is it true? It is false. It is fiction. 
and the first season was in 1917. For that's, the, that's still, even if you would have said 1917, I still would have said fiction. Yeah. I, I, I was kind of curious when I was looking this up, because I was like, you know what, I feel like... So I swear I saw like a hun- like some hundred and fifteen anniversary thing or something that must have been for a different sport. And I was like, oh man. So okay, it's interesting how it came about because there were a couple like independent little leagues that had their own thing, and, and this is back in the late eighteen hundreds. Like Red Journal Six. The they dissolved, and then they had you know, kind of grown together where they had, like, one league, kind of like the NFL, where it was, like, two leagues that combined right, into one, right. and now you have the NFC-AFC. So right. that's kind of how it is for the NHL The Super well. Bowl era. Correct. Right. So the first season was actually 1917. Sure. The okay. Toronto... This is the second statement. The Toronto Arenas won the first Stanley Cup. No. False. Fiction, yeah. It is true. They were called the arenas. Unless you pronounce it differently, it's spelled out arenas. It could be arenas. Uh, probably it, bro. The, the um, and it's true, but the uh, team is now known as the Maple Leafs. Yep. <clears throat> I heard so, this on another podcast this week. Uh-huh. Why are they not called the Maple Leaves? I've I've like, heard. Did you hear why they said it, or do you just heard them ask that? No, I mean, I, I heard them ask that, but, like, why don't they call it the Leafs? Because they're modeled after one single leaf, like, just the one. So they are all... They're not a group. Leaf. Like, when you say they're the Maple Leafs, it's not a pile. It's just the one, and they are all just the one leaf. So they should be the Toronto Maple Leaf. But they're the Maple Leafs. Like, each one of them is, like... Make the believe. Leaf. The make believe, make believe. They dissect right. it more on. Pardon my take a little bit is where I heard it, and then they okay. also do it more, I guess, on the if you do spit and chicklets like the actual hockey podcast. But I don't do, I don't talk hockey like those guys. We don't talk hockey. Also, uh, <laughs> we're Australian. <laughs> the Aussies. Okay, bud. Okay, there, buddy. But um, yeah, I don't know anything about hockey really at all. But that's they said it was like it's just like the one leaf, like it's not multiple leaves. Like, everyone a part of that organization makes the leaf. Yeah, is how I would interpret that. Right. Like heat culture. Sure. Okay. I'm kidding. No, all right. So after just, two, Doge has gotten one correct, and you didn't get that one correct, did you? No. 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 Okay. Neither of us got the arenas. Going to... Uh, I thought it was an interesting name. I was like, what? Really? Um, going to... It's probably like promoting like, arenas. Like, before those were, like, things. Thing. That, you know? Like, oh my god, what's a, like an arena? Wow. Most wins all time from a goalkeeper is Patrick Ra. Wah. Wah. I... Yeah, well, Patrick Wah. Wah. Fact... Yeah. Fiction. Yes. Uh, fact. Both say fact? No, I was going to say fiction. Okay. It is fiction. Did you give the answer away before I said it? No. Oh, you said fiction. And I was like, what? No, but I was going to say fiction regardless. Martin Brodeur. So... 
He has 140 more with 691. Jeez. I grew up with, you know, watching both of those guys. So I'll say both I, of I those mean, names ring a bell. I You would have completely, like, if you were asking me, I would have thought, oh, dude, that's close, but, like, Marty is all-timer. And if is. you would have hit me with some third name, I would have definitely been like, nah. Like, those were the only two names where you I would have been like... Yeah, and that's... Okay. That's why I did it, is, like, those are relevant. Like, you guys know those. Like, even though... Maybe not well. Maybe Mark Andre Fleury's a name I've known for so, a while. Or Hendrick Lundquist. Yep, those two. You those are the those are the four highest. I said those are the two guys you could have tricked me on as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Doge <clears throat> with two, T with none. You got to catch up here, buddy. Yeah, this is gonna turn into like factor fiction. It's gonna like trick TJ. It's just where it is. <laughs> just like. Okay, so here we are. The Canadians have three of the five best highest point seasons of all time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Bro, they have a dumb amount of chips. They've got to have those. Yeah, I'll say fact. Unless it's all fucking, excuse my French, just Gretzky's, just all Gretzky. It is true... Fact. And those yeah. three seasons were all consecutive years oh. from 1975 to 1978. So the 75-76, oh. 76-77, and 77-78. So the three pods that we've just talked three about. Three of our best pods, right? And then after this year, you'll notice it's... Uh, they oh. might have won the chip, but I don't think so. Okay. We'll find out next the pod. Cup. <clears throat> I thought that was very interesting when I saw that. I was like, no way. Like This aligns very well with our podcast. Lord Stanley. Nice. Okay, so Tej is now on the board with his first. Yep, we're here. Okay. Detroit and Minnesota are tied with the longest road winning streak of all time. So wins on the road all time. I'll say fiction. In case you're wondering, they, they do win next in 1979. They so probably do. It just wasn't efficient as with the other seasons. Um, do you mean reread Detroit that? and who is the other team? Detroit and Minnesota are tied with the longest road winning streak. False. I don't like Minnesota in there. Doge, what did you say? I said fiction. So you both said fiction. It is actually true. With 12 wins. They're That's tied with lot. 12. That's a lot. Especially when, you can, especially when you can tie. Yeah. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I had to throw in a little Boston Bruins here for you, too. <laughs> the Boston Bruins have the most penalties in one game with 45. Yes. That is true. It's against the, uh, what is it, Islanders or the Rangers or something like that? I don't know. I'll have to wait for Dodgers' answer. <laughs> I'm just going to go false and, and hope that TJ's wrong. Good strategy because it is false. Wow. Fiction. The Edmonton Oilers um, had 45. It was <laughs> With yeah. 199 penalty minutes in a 60-minute game. They were like protesting some rule, weren't they, or something like that? And I've heard about this. They only lost by two to the LA Kings <laughs> in 1990. <laughs> I think it was like offsides or something like that. Like unreal. 
I don't know. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, so Doge Hilarious. is leading three to one. That's so four far. for me. Yeah, that's four for Doge. Four. Yeah, pretty sure. Mm-hmm. One, two. You got the same one right as me when I did. Okay. So. Okay. I uh, can't do simple math apparently. Apparently so, not. Apparently um, not. Excuse my <laughs> lack of. This ability. whole this whole game is a hoax. It, it, right, yeah, it actually right. is. None of these facts are true, and none of the <laughs> fictions are false. Um, no, okay. <laughs> so this is for this season. There are currently six teams with twelve plus wins. This season. Can you say that again? Um, there are six teams with twelve plus wins this season. True. Exactly six, or like at least six. There are six teams with twelve plus <laughs> wins this season. I'll say true. You both said true. Yeah. Yeah. It is true. Three in the central, three in the north. The other two divisions, nada. The teams in the north are Toronto, Edmonton, and Winnipeg. The teams in the central are Tampa, Florida, and Carolina. Sure. Now, I thought this was interesting because it's completely polar opposites. You have the south versus the north. Right. So, typically, people are in Canada are known. Like, that's, that's a hockey area. Yeah. In the south... They just have good hockey teams. It's wild. Like, I don't think hockey's necessarily big down there. I mean, it is to a point, but not as much as it is in... In terms of playing. Right. Like, you grow up playing hockey in Canada. You don't necessarily grow up... Like, it's not a standard in Florida. Yeah, I know it to be, like, more East Coast-y. So, okay. Here's a little bonus tidbit. Okay. What's the average distance between these cities? Oh, my. So... What what I did is the average distance between the cities did in you the change north. This? What? I think I heard this. I appreciate knowledge of this. Or did you change the cities? You don't know what the average is. Oh, the average? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I'll explain that <clears throat> later for Doge and the, and the listeners. So I did the average distance between the cities in the north. So between Toronto, Edmonton, and Winnipeg. And then in the uh, central, I did the average between uh, Tampa Bay, Miami, and Raleigh, where Florida and Carolina play respectively. Okay, I know what I know, or what I knew now. It's different. So, I'm guessing the average what now? The average distance. So, you'll you'll have two answers. Yeah. One for the north, one for the central. Are we doing miles? Correct. I would say, like, in the first one, in the central, like, somewhere in the, like, hundreds of miles, and in the Canadian, like, thousands of miles, because they're all over the Canadian. I don't have a specific number, but that's my guess. I'll give. I'll give. I'm gonna specifics. do. I'm gonna. Yeah, give me specifics because I'll do a bonus to whoever gets closer. I'll so give you, specifics. You could get so one and the, one. What were the three teams in the southern? Um. So the central division, but they're yeah. all in the south. Are Tampa, 
Miami, Florida, and Raleigh, North Carolina. 700 miles and 1,500 miles. Okay. Just double them up. For the, for the central ones, I'm going to say, like, 150 miles. Okay. And I hope for, I'm never on a game show where this is, like, something I have to do. I would be so terrible at this. For the northern one, I'm going to say, like, 900 miles. Okay. So, the average distance for the central teams was 579 miles. So T got that one. What? So, the average of, like, Tampa to Miami, and then Tampa to Raleigh, and then... Raleigh to Miami. Is 500? 579. That's wild. So, Tampa Bay to Raleigh is 651. Raleigh to Miami is 803. Miami to Tampa is 283. Okay. I was way off in that. So, what were your... What was the other one for the north, you said? Me? Doge? <laughs> now, now I don't even remember what we've been talking about. Uh, I said, like, 800 or 900, didn't I? I don't even remember. I have to go back to the stats team on that one. Okay. I have... My inside info Yours? gassed mine up. My thinks mine even is low. Yours was seven hundred and fifteen, right? For what? Seven hundred for the fifteen hundred for the top one. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So the distance for the Canadian clubs was fourteen forty four miles. Oh man, I was nailed it. Fifty fifty six miles off the average. That's so because pretty that's pretty oh, good. Oh, but you went over. You would have lost on Prices Right. Yeah, yeah I know. That's because on both of them, Toronto. And Montreal, right? Is that Montreal one of them? Or no? What are the teams? Uh, Edmonton. And Edmonton Winnipeg. and Winnipeg. Winnipeg and Toronto are like on the opposite sides of the country, right? Um, like yeah, Winnipeg so, is over by C- like Washington and Toronto is obviously on the East Coast. So the, the furthest distance was Toronto and Edmonton with almost 3,500 kilometers. So this is where Tej was saying he has a little insider info. I was laughing at how hard, sorry, I was laughing so hard at how weird it was that when I calculated the total distance between these for the Canadian clubs was 6969 kilometers. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, that was something that nice. I just, I had to tell him yesterday. I'm like, dude, what? Like, the, there's no way. So anyway, that was just a little bonus. Like, it, it's interesting how far apart the, like, Canada is. Yeah, like they for traveling and stuff. That is far. That's a lot of travel. Well, yeah. I mean, they're on. It's like traveling. Like if you're a Patriots game, you got to go play in Seattle. Right. You know. But like, how close these teams that are winning in the in the U.S. are? Sure, sure. Versus, anyway. I don't think that has to do with winning, though. Oh well. It just happens to be right now. Hey, I'll take my points and. So you got two points from that, correct? Yeah, need them. Need him. Still lost, but need him. So that was that was just a bonus off of that. There's a couple more. We'll go oh through these God. quickly. Yeah, we can't tangent like that if we're going to bonus, bonus, bonus. <laughs> okay, so you guys both got the six teams with 12 wins, correct? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so according to my calculations, because you got both of those, down. 
You're down one. Right. So it's five to four right now. Right, which in like a Jeez. typical in a typical game when you have a game and then a bonus and then you're down, it's over and you lose. But now with the bonus bonus and maybe even bonus bonus bonus, I have a chance to win. So there are three remaining <laughs> statements. Well, let's hustle up, bro. Oh, Florida on. and Toronto have the best away records. False. True. True. They are six one and one. So they're they're tied with the best records on the road. Toronto got me there. Okay. The top fifty three players with the highest time on ice average per game are all defensemen. False. I'm going true. I feel like those are you need those right now. It is true. You got fresh fresh shooters, you know. So Doge, when I was researching this, I did not know I had a filter on for defensemen. So I got through 200 players before I saw anybody else. And I'm like, through the end of the list, I'm like, what the hell is going on here? So I had to change the filters. <laughs> and you only had defensemen on there anyway. Dude, that's why I'm like, what the? F-? That's wild. <laughs> okay, so that's going crazy. into the last one here, Mark Messier has the most playoff goals in his like in a career. No, false. I'll do a ball Gretzky not make it to the playoffs? I'll, I'll say true. It is false. Teed was correct. So Wayne Gretzky. So it, it would result in a tie this week. Which means Doge is still ahead. No, we need a shootout for the... Wayne Gretzky had 13 more goals in 28 less games. That's impressive. That's... Impressive. And he was better at giving people assists than he was scoring, so that's just yeah, what is a machine. Wild. What a machine. What a machine. Huge comeback. Needed the bonus, bonus, bonus. You did need the bonus, bonus, bonus. There were eleven statements and one bonus. So you guys are, are shooting more than fifty percent right now, which is pretty good for you guys. Yeah. One bonus. I'll take it. So we'll take it. Is that all you got? Those I, never, are the I never can tell. You never can tell. Those, that's it for this week. Alrighty. Love it. So like in hockey, we ended in a tie. Well, like at the end of the game when the clock's ticking down and there's nothing left, you got to hit a buzzer beater. And we got our buzzer beaters here, folks. Great little ice time with Dildo there. I'll tell you that. Doge, by the way, I'm coming for you next game. Um... <laughs> I will pass it to you, Doge, since you are still in the lead. I'll let you decide. Would you like to start off the buzzer beaters or do you want to end the buzzer beater here? I'll, I'll finish it up. Okay. I'll take it first then as the loser of the game. Look out, ladies and gentlemen. And look out, GABP. Who? Great American ballpark. Sure. I knew that. The Cincinnati Reds fans have been approved for 30% capacity. I will be trying my hardest to get to opening day, if possible, or one of those first games in that series, if I can. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I think 30% is a pretty good number. Should be pretty spread out, but still get that you know Cincinnati home feel, that roar. Excited to see Sean Doolittle out there. He's been really popping off on social media, having a good time, kind of replacing my Trevor Bauer woes. So shouts out to him. We appreciate that. Um... I don't know. Just really looking forward to seeing the big big old red machine get fired back up. 
get some Cincinnati buzz. Yeah. So excited for that. Excited for FC Cincinnati. Similar. I'm not. They haven't released the numbers yet, but you know they said season ticket holders are going to be priority. So let's go. Let's go, boys. Let's I'm go. Glad to hear that. Yep. Seeing excited. We are one. <laughs> excited. But uh. Looking forward to both of those opening days and opening that new stadium for sure for FC. Oh, but yeah. That'll be a great moment. Big deal. What about you? Buzzer beater. So, did you guys even know that North Dakota State was playing football right now? Yeah, spring ball. I. Mm-hmm. No Trey Lance, though. Like, I, I didn't even know this was, like, actually happening until I saw that North Dakota State lost to Southern Illinois. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Salukis. Yeah. Uh, after winning 39 straight games. So, streaks always end. UConn. Like, back to Wentz, right? Um, yeah, so I think it was like 2018. Mm, maybe not then. They lost. Oh, well. Either yeah, way. 39 straight, probably 2018. 2017, 2018. So, it's been, it's been a couple years, obviously. Mm-hmm. UConn uh, women's basketball team ended up losing after what a hundred something games one time, so all streaks come to an end. Yeah. And this is just another example yeah. of that that uh, no one's perfect forever. So, I mean, can you even really count it, dude? Spring ball and they don't have their best player, Trey Lance, because he's sitting out. Like, I guess you can, but like, come on. I don't know. You I mean, know. it counted as an actual game. Yeah, it's spring ball. You're right. Spring ball. So. <laughs> Toes. Hey, it's pretty cool. It's pretty um, I think you're here to wrap her up. It's been a good pod. I'm hoping for a great ending with a, a buzzer beater from uh, Cleveland. No pressure. Well, the rumor mill with baseball coming up is that this potentially could be Albert Pujols' last season. I've heard that, yeah. 41 years old, entering into his 21st season in the league, still undecided about what what's to come after 2021 so uh he spent a lot of his career being one of my top enemies on baseball diamond but he's had a he's had a hell of a career um and he's been a great player so it'll be interesting you know that that's one heck of a heck of a year or heck of a career i should say to play 21 years in the mlb i mean that's that's crazy stuff what's crazy to like think and say but, like, was so believable was I thought for sure he was going to break the home run record. And I thought, I was like, dude, this is sweet. We're going to have a guy who's a clean guy who's going to have that record again. Like, love A-Rod, love Barry, but, like, would have been cool to have that back in someone who, like, did not use PEDs. Like, there's no thought of it. I know someone came out with it once, and he, like, sued the hell out of that person and then, like, got him to, like, report that that was like false or something like that so it would have been really nice to see that but when he went to the angels his career wasn't the same um mm-hmm. obviously still a productive player but not the best home run hitter of all time you know like production which is like you can't ask everybody to do that so hopefully they can get in the postseason and, and make some noise because he they haven't really done that in la with him and trout uh but you know Incredible player, like you said, Doge, mostly an enemy for the the Reds, but like I mean, you just remember him just banging home runs for the Cardinals and just being mm-hmm. a machine. So a really uh really cool experience was the year that they had the All Star game in, in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. We went out to my mom and I went out to a game actually to visit the Kaladies. Yeah. Um 
Yeah. And we, we saw a game in the new Bush Stadium. Sure. With the Big Mac sign out there. And sure, Albert sure. just bopped two home runs right off the sign. And that was like a super cool experience just being as a baseball fan. Like St. Louis has, you know, great fans. Um, yeah. And they were yeah. really good at the time. Not that they haven't been good in quite some time, but that was like in the midst of Pujols' dominance. Yeah, when they were just nutty good. Yeah. So it was it was a really cool experience. I've always been a huge fan of his. So good for him. And, yeah. and hopefully him and Joe and uh, Mikey and uh, Shohei and all of them kind of come out to get to the playoffs this year for the Angels. I'd love to see that. Hopefully it's kind of one of those situations where, like, if he is going to come out, maybe even say, like, hey, this is one of my last years. Like, it's for the boys. He gets a cool reunion tour thing. But also, like, hey, for the boys kind of championship action, like, let's take down the other L.A. team in this town who just, like, yeah, blew it up dude. on talent. Yeah, all L.A. World Series could be possible. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Make travel pretty easy. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> good buzz beater, Joe's. Yeah, good one for sure. Hopefully he sticks around, but if not, you know, it's been a great career for 21 years, man. Holy crap. Yeah. Is he still, would he still be under contract next year, hypothetically? Um, I think that's what it is, is that his contract's ending and he doesn't know. Okay. That's interesting, because, like, maybe he returns home to the Cardinals, because uh. they're, like, really good right now. Or maybe he has an option. I'm not 100% sure. I'll no, no, no. You, you don't have to. We'll bring it up next pod and right. see what kind of research. We'll double down on it. See what the research is. Yeah, maybe there'll be even be some news on it. So, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Big deal. Thank you for being on, man. Thank you guys for participating in my nonsense so cool games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They're fun. They're very fun. Doge, thank you for being on. We appreciate it as well. Thank you, gentlemen. Pleasure as always. Yep. Thank you for listening, everybody. This is The Clubhouse.